at the composition or the component of an attitude. And I told you that when you want to change a behavior, it is not just a behavior you have to change. You have to change two things that produces a behavior. Now, what I want you to know here is that when the word of God comes to you, it must produce something. It must go into your affective domain. Praise the Lord. When it goes into your affective domain, it that which determines your cognitive perceptivity. Then it moves from your cognitive perceptivity into what we call the affective domain. And that is when it begins to have effect on you, whether positive, negative, or neutral. Then it must that reaction must produce a behavior. So if any time you come into the presence of God and you hear the word of God, you must allow it not to be neutral in your life because it comes with a purpose. Praise the Lord. I want you, I want us to understand this because God wants you to reveal his glory. Come on, say glory. There is so much God can do, but I promise you, in the realms of the spirit, God is crying. Because what he wants to do in the life of his people, his hands have been shortened. Why? Because of their receptivity. I told you last time that he went to his own town. Oh, I love this. Not somebody's town. The Bible says he went to his own town where he was raised up. He could not do much miracles there because of their unbelief. I promise you, the dispensation in which we are in, things are not going to get better because the economy will be better. No, things are going to be better because God is on your side. If you listen to the news, there is so much going on and I promise you, when you go to the shops, what before used to be an organized buying, a thoughtful buying, becomes a casual buy now and i promise you when some people are in need there are remnant of people that i can tell you economically do you know that those who the shareholders of the utility that we use electricity and gas all that we use in the shareholders in those company do you know that they said they are making excessive profit <laughs> so while some people are crying some people are not just making profit, they are making extraordinarily distinctive word profit. Even if you begin to take 20%, 50% out of their profit, it is still profitable. And there are certain remnants who are begging, crying, and thinking help is coming from a man. The Bible said, My help coming from where? The Lord. Praise the Lord. I want you to go to the book of Rome, Hebrews chapter 5. Hebrews, I'm not going to rush it. I want you to, I want you to allow God to change you. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7 to 14, the Bible said, it's that during the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered a prayer. Come on, say prayer. Petitions with fervent cry 
and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his, of his word, of his reverent word, submission. Listen to the key words here. The reason why he succeeded is true word, submission. Sando he was, he learned what? Obedience. Listen to the keywords. He learned what? Obedience. From what he suffered. Oh. Okay, let me just read it. I'll take it slowly. Son, though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obeyed him. And was what? Designated by God to be high priest in the order of Melchizedek. We have much to say about this. Listen. Paul is right. He said, I have much to say about what? About this. But it is hard to make it clear to you. Oh dear. Because you no longer try to what? Understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truth of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. I like the way he put exclamation sign there. You need what? Milk, not solid. Anyone who lives on milk, there is a replication. There is, there is a consequence. It's a being still infant. It's still not what? Acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. It's about solid food is for the mature. Say mature. Who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Praise the Lord. I want you to look at the face of your neighbor and say, say to him or her, it is hard work. <laughs> say it is hard work. So I am going to introduce you to the ministry of hard work. Most of you are in the ministry of easy work. You don't want to chew anything. It is so easy. But I want to introduce you to what we call hard work. Praise the Lord. Amen. Will I be able to get anywhere today? Praise God. <laughs> now it is Paul talking and writing to these folks who are believers. They know the Bible. They are not unbelievers. And I, I, Paul said, I want to talk to you more. I want to say more things to you. But it is hard for me. I don't know how to make it clear to you because there is understand to which God can speak. There is an extent to which the word of God can be productive in your life. There is an extent to which God can do miracles in your life. There is an extent. There is so less he can do when you decide not to do anything about what you've heard. Praise the Lord. Now when he started writing to the Hebrews, he said, I want you to understand this. This is one of my cry. 
and the generation in which we are in is going to lose so much because there are people who are supposed to introduce themselves to the ministry of hard work to the ministry of eating solid food but have decided by choice they said we are comfortable in an uncomfortable situation we like the way we are in drinking milk because we, we t- it tastes nice when he was talking to them in the verse number 5 of the chapter 5 of Eve, chapter 1 Hebrews chapter 5 verse 1 look at what it says he said every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in things pertaining to God that he may offer both gift and sacrifice unto God now this make it very important here because he's saying that I'm going to raise a priest I'm going to raise men who will glorify me I'm going to even though it pertains to the priest I want you to know that we are all royal priesthood we have been calling to the priesthood word now he's saying that I want you to understand that the priest is not chosen outside the region where it operates. It is picked among men. So if God is going to change your marriage, he's going to change your finances, he's going to change your family, he's going to change your talent, he's going to change your community, he's going to raise you among them to be able to function. Be with me here. Now before... When God chose Moses, Moses was chosen not from the Egyptians but from the children of Israel because he must operate within the Israelites' world. Now he chose Moses among the Israelites. When Moses finished performing his role, the Bible said that he had to choose another man because Moses' role is finished. The intent of God was to lead the children of Israel to the promised land. Now Moses has played a role, a distinctive role, a remarkable role, a role that is not easy, that is not mud, it is solid. Now he's not, Moses cannot complete the task given to him. Now he must raise another person, but the next person he must raise must also come from among them. He chose a man called Joshua. He chose him from the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Now Joshua is going to do the same thing Moses said. He said, I'm going to make you a God before the Israelite. I'm going to make you a God in Egypt. He told Moses that. He said, the same grace that they gave to Moses, I have given the same grace to you, you're going to perform. I will pick it up one more time. You were born and you were raised by a mother. Your father trained you, brought you up in a remarkable way. Now you have become a father. This fatherhood work is not going to end. It will continue. But my Bible said, he said, I will raise you. Oh my God. Moses is going to finish his role. But Joshua is going to, what do you call Joshua is going to take over. But Joshua taking over. There are things he must learn from Moses to be able to take over properly. Praise the Lord. Some people didn't see Moses, but they saw Joshua. But the same thing that they saw in Moses must be transferred from Moses to Aaron, to Joshua. Now, Joshua must be able to handle it properly. And the problem is that if Joshua decides to drink milk, 
in the place of drinking, eating solid milk, eating solid food, the Bible says he will not be able to act right. So I want you to be with me because the next generation cannot see the person ahead of you. They are going to receive you. And if you don't make a choice to get into the ministry of hard work, the generation we are in will be in trouble. In the verse number two, he said, Who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way? Because you are coming from among them, you will understand them more. He said, For that he himself also is compassed with infirmity, which means that he is not isolated. Be with me, I'm going somewhere. He is not isolated. He is also must conform to the things of God. The verse number three says that by reason thereof he ought as for the people so also for himself to offer sacrifice. We, we, we know that being compassed, being compassed with infirmity and imperfection, the high priest offers sacrifice for the people he's leading and for himself. Let me go to my main test. Oh my. It's a beloved, there is rich comfort for all believers in the fact that Christ is God's appointed and accepted high priest. God ordained him to do what he has done. And he's doing it and will do it. And therefore it is impossible, but God should accept him and all his word. If I take the text I read right now, I want you to understand this. The Bible said that it is not easy, it is hard work. Tell your neighbor it's hard work. He said, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered prayer and supplication with strong cry and tears unto him that was able to save him. Precious one, don't cry to somebody who cannot save you. Most of us are crying to things that cannot save us. But I pray today that you will receive power to cry to the most high. The Bible says, though he, though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things he suffered. Because of time, I'm going to dwell on this. There are certain obedience you cannot attain until you experience something. It is called experiential knowledge. And that knowledge will only come to you when you go through something. What do I mean? When you go through something, there are some things you go through that only the maker of the, of the calling upon your life can take you through. Nowadays, we have so many Christians, we are believers in the house, who have made the choice not to go through pain, not to go through rejection. We decide to stay in the place. When the discipleship class was going on, there were some strictures. When I had those strictures, it put pain in my heart. It puts some, some, some sweat on me. Why? Because they are the things God wants you to walk in them. But you have made a choice to separate the word of God from yourself. But today I pray by the grace of God. That strength is coming upon you in the name of Jesus. There are some things when you hear. When you hear you have to take them and hold them in your heart. And begin to walk in the strength of this word. There are things that when the disciples heard from Jesus, it doesn't matter what Jesus can do. 
He can do all things. Paul even said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. But the Bible said that he gave a promise to the disciples. When he gave the promise of the Father to the disciples, he gave them instruction. And the next level of their greatness was predicated upon their obedience to that instruction. There are some things God has told us. There are promises God has given to us. But he cannot make those promises fruitful until we come to the place of rising up. How can this be that Jesus himself had to learn how to obey God? The most difficult thing to do on this earth is not to walk with a man. It's to walk with God. And how can we Christians call ourselves believers and we have so little of the things of God. We walk as if we don't know what we have. We walk aimlessly and recklessly. Why? Because we choose not to take the word of God serious. Even Jesus himself, through this text, we get to understand that Jesus had to learn how to walk in obedience. Precious one, are you ready to learn how to walk in obedience? When you are learning something, it means that it makes you progressive. You can't move to key state five when you have not finished key state one, two, and three, and four. What the believer is experiencing now is our inability to do the part we ought to do for God to continue what he said he would do in our life. I promise you that the greatness of God is available. But it takes those who are strong. It's a strong bit belong to them that are full age. How many of you are ready to grow? I am in so much pain. Ah, Kabadose. Let me go to my mentors. He said, We have much to say about this. But it is hard to make it clear. There are some things of God that can only be made clear when we choose to go through them. Ah, you didn't hear what I said. <laughs> there are some things that can only become clear, understandable when we go through them. And if you are not ready to go through it, it can never be made poor. a man filled with the Holy Ghost. He said, there is much I want to say to you. Listen, what God says to you, determine what he does. Therefore, there is a proportionate growth. There is an extensity of God's word. Decide what he does in your life. How can it be that Paul is saying, there is so much of God I want to give to you, but you can't get it. I don't know what you know, but, but uh, it's too much. It's too much. He said, he, he said, we have much to say about this. But it is hard to make it clear. Because you no longer try to word, understand. Tell your neighbor, try to understand. And you can't understand until you begin to do. He's not talking to unbelievers. Precious one, listen, it is about time you begin to make use of the word of God. He said, because you no longer try to all understand. I told you that understanding takes a lot of work. And that work cannot be done by God. It must be done by you. 
He said, in fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers. You are sitting here. You ought to be a teacher, but you are a student. Why? Because you failed to make effort to understand. We have so many people who are teaching who are drinking milk. And what they are, listen to what he said. He said he became perfect. That out of his perfection, he will make us perfect. You can't make somebody what you are not. We have, listen, when, listen, Jesus' mother spoke to a man, a group of people. He said, We want to see success in this. We have scarcity. We have something lacking here. We want wine here. We haven't got wine. But this man is capable of producing wine. But he said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Now, what we have in the church, Christians want to tell God how he should lead us. to break it down. That is what Paul said. He said, I want to say more, but I don't know how to say it to you, to make it clear to you. If Jesus himself cried, then crying is good to cry to understand. Men's ministry yesterday, we were learning about something. And what we were learning about, listen, there are some things that you can never know how it is until you go through. It is like talking to somebody in Africa and saying that it is free, it is cold here. The only way I can explain the coldness is when I open the deep freezer in Africa. What comes out is what I do here. Listen. You don't become selective if you want to grow. You don't become selective. You don't say that the, the ingredient and the nutrient, I want to just dwell on protein. I don't like fat. I don't like carbohydrate. I just want to dwell on protein. It is not going to be possible. Don't make yourself hypocrite in the house of God. Paul was saying that I want to tell you more. But I can't because you, you have chosen yourself not to understand. Last week we had Pastor Simeon came around. He preached about pillar. If Listen, I want you to look at me when I have the guest preacher here the way I do and follow me. There are times when some of the ministers are ministering. There was something I was struggling with. Yes. I will never forget this. Minister Emmanuel came to stand here and preach. After that day. I said, you despise the message. He said, he said, we need what? Pillars. He preached about pillars. When you went home, what decision did you take about pillars? No, no. What did you decide to do? 
I told you that the information will come. But it must go to the next level to affect you positively or negatively. Oh, listen. The people, the Bible said that the people who know their God in Daniel. He said they shall work strong and they shall do a sport. You heard what Minister Mary preached. Thought about. He said it is not circumd- it is not situational. So it is not about what goes on, what your marriage is going through, what the economy is about. It is about your relationship with God. That is what called Jesus to be in the boat. And the storms were so strong. He was not sitting down. He was not lying down. He was sleeping. Some of you, the things you are going through, you have to sleep. But you are too much awake to see them to scare you. You think that when God, he said, if my people who are called by my name will humble. Listen to the keyword. Let me say this to you to finish it. There were two instructions given to man and woman. I will explain to you. They told man, they said, man, submit to God. To God. And they told the woman to submit to all the husband. So both man and woman obtained one instruction from God. He said, Man submit to all. Woman submit to all. It's a chain of submission. The Bible said that he submitted himself. The word submission means that. Alleviating any subjectivity of choice. <laughs> Do you know what our generation is teaching our children? To be selective. When you go to school and you know all the subjects, it's a big problem. I'm telling you that. If you like math, you like English, you like geography, you like that, it's a big problem. You have a problem. There should be something you don't like to build some resilience in you. To be able to overcome it, to do some things you wouldn't do without that resilience. Now what we try to teach our children, if you don't like math, just drop it. Regardless of... There are some things that you can... Oh, you don't understand this. You don't understand this. He said, whatever it tells you to do. We spoke about pillars last week. What did you do about it? No, what did you do about it? If you understand that the word of God, this man of God I'm talking about, he came from a, a night shift. He drove all the way over two hours to get here. He got here and told you that God told him to come and tell you that make yourself a pillar in your life. And you chose to let it go. There are certain women who experience a man who was a pillar in their life that after they died, they made a choice. We are not marrying again. There are certain pillars you encounter in your life. And you say to yourself, from today. Listen, being a pillar is not easy. 
If you are building a house, one of the things that costs a lot of money is the pillars. Praise the Lord. When we talk about giving them people, now, now I am even sad. I am very, very sad. And I've heard people making some comment that now we can do online, we can do, we can do envelope, we can do that. And somebody come to sit in church and think that I am smart. I'm going home. I'm not giving offering. You think you are smart because nobody got to know. But you are forgotten that what we were taught today. That your work with God has nothing to do with the position you are standing beside him. It has nothing to do with proximity physically. It has more to do with your relationship. I will make this statement to finish. Your maturity in God is not by how many years you have come to church. Your maturity in God is determined by how much of God you can obey Obedient is the yardstick for growth. The extensity of your growth is subjected to the extensity of your obedience to the voice of God. Abraham gave up Isaac, not because he had more, but because he obeyed. I'm asking you a question. How much of God Stand on your feet. You want to pray for the next two minutes and say, God, I want to walk in the ministry of hard work. Somebody, as we are singing this song, I see in the realms of spirit, God is removing the feet of people, the shoes of people. God is calling you into a place of greatness.
lie in the name of Jesus there is a voice that is a lie that is operating in your life it is making you take a lie step today that lie is broken in the name of Jesus lift up your right hand in the name of Jesus today I pray for you as you have lifted up your right hand the right hand of God has power today you are walking into deeper wells in the name of Jesus the Bible said, deep colored unto thee. Today, may you hear the voice of the deep. That your life will encounter change. That your life will move from the place of ashes into the place of beauty. In the name of Jesus, we call it done. In Jesus' name, amen. Some of you, God will place in your heart to go on a fasting. Ah, something will happen.